0: Wish you weren't hearing an ad right now? Want to get the next episode even sooner? Well, after the show, head to watchnebula.com slash LegalEagleRadio. You'll get access to our original podcasts, ad-free, plus exclusive originals and experimental shows from your favorite educational-ish creators. And best of all, you're helping us to make even more amazing content. Just go to watchnebula.com slash LegalEagleRadio. It really helps us out. Ah, uh, parents. When you're growing up, you can't help but look up to them. Literally they're taller than you are. But is this metaphorical stature warranted? Sure, they want what's best for you, but did you know that they were probably willing to lie to you to get it? That's right, your parents lied to you about the law. The thing is, if your parents didn't go to law school for three years, and especially if they don't have a popular law-related YouTube channel, can you really trust them? The answer is no. And Legal Eagle is here to replace them. When it comes to our parents and the law, the real question is, did our parents get anything right? And why did all of our parents tell us that you have to turn off the dome light in the car while you're driving? Well, we're gonna find out today. So let's talk about the things that your parents told you about the law that are probably not true. The first of course is staying home alone while your parents shopped. Kevin McAllister was home alone for several days and he totally handled it. So why is it that our parents told us that you couldn't stay home alone? I know more than a few of you fantasized about ordering a pizza and jumping up and down on your bed while your siblings were forced to spend time at some old relative's house. And of course, we all planned to do this. I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. But of course, our parents were worried that we were going to do this. Johnny, I got so much energy. We better start doing stupid So I suppose this might explain why after the success of Home Alone and its numerous sequels, why our parents didn't trust us to outwit hapless burglars on our own. And of course they claim that it was illegal to leave you at home, even if they were just running to the store. But is it in fact true that the state makes it illegal to leave your kids at home without supervision? Or were your parents just lying to you out of convenience? Well, the verdict, guess what? They probably lied to you. There isn't a universal age that is considered appropriate for leaving children home alone. Only a few jurisdictions even have firm rules for how old a child must be before they can stay at home unsupervised. For example, Maryland makes it illegal to leave a child under eight years old home alone. And a babysitter for someone under eight must be at least 13 years old. And believe me, Maryland is not messing around even when it's not technically against the law. Just ask the couple who let their quote, free range kids aged 10 and 16 play unattended in a park only to have child protective services called on them for neglect. The parents eventually but not before their kids were interviewed for hours by the local government and after years of litigation. The local Maryland government worse than Harry and Marv? We know that you're in there and that you're all alone. I will let you decide on that one. And Illinois sets the bar even higher. It's considered abuse or neglect to leave a minor under the age of 14 home, quote, without supervision for an unreasonable period of time, without regard for the mental or physical health safety or welfare of that minor. But of course there is some wiggle room here. What is considered an unreasonable period of time? That implies that there is a reasonable period of time that you can leave a child unattended. And it's not unreasonable to leave a child at home if the child would essentially be safe. But most states leave it to their local department of health to create guidelines and these local authorities consider many different factors they consider the child's age maturity level how long the child's guardians are gone whether the house and neighborhood are safe whether the child can easily contact their parents or other adult and most importantly whether the child can defend themselves from two violent criminals using nothing but toys leftover fishing equipment and a tarantula you guys give up or you're thirsty for more so there you have it your parents lied to you zero to one which takes us to the one that I don't know. Every single child was told when they were growing up that you cannot have the interior lights on in the car while it's driving at night. Now, there's nothing more nerve wracking for a parent than watching their immature 15 year old climb into the driver's seat of a killing machine. You know your car, what you thought would happen when you learned to drive, and what your parents thought would happen the minute you got your license. And of course, it was no picnic for your own parents when they're driving in the pitch blackout and their snot-nosed kid, i.e. you, wanna turn on the interior light so you can get into even more shenanigans in the back seat. So of course, our parents all told us that whether you were driving or whether they were driving, it was of course illegal to drive with your interior lights on. But was it? The verdict? Your parents probably lied but they probably did so for the right reason. Almost everyone watching this video remembers their parents teaching them that they could get a ticket if they drove with the overhead or mirror lights on. But think back to your actual driving test. Did they ask you a single question about leaving the interior lights on while you drove? No, they didn't. That's because, spoiler, it's not illegal. Whether it's advisable to drive with the interior lights on is a completely separate question with a different answer. But the answer is that it's really not a good idea. The light might produce glare on the windshield that makes it harder to see. If the interior is really bright, it makes it almost impossible to see stuff on the outside that's really dark. A light is also just another distraction, especially if the light is on so that you or the passenger can look at your phones or a map or anything else that pulls your attention away from the road. But think about it, the automotive industry is one of the most regulated industries in the country and has been for forever. Do you think that if it was illegal to turn the dome light on in your car, that cars would even allow you to turn that light on while it was moving? There's a million things that don't work in the car when you're actually moving. They have the technology to turn it off. But of course that's separate from the idea of whether you should actually do it or not. And as Phil DeFranco likes to say, don't be stupid, stupid. So parents zero, you two, your parents keep lying to you. But let's talk about skipping school because this is one thing that all parents want their kids to actually do. And as as eagle-eyed observer Daniel Rodier said, it was hammered into me that it was against the law for me to not be at school. Of course, the perfectly valid reason you have for skipping school compared to what your parents think happen when you skip school. The verdict, well, this one could go either way, but I lean on the side of this being more false than true. Now, before your parents can protest, let me explain. Although the law typically says that more than three unexcused absences makes a child truant, which is against the law, it's not strictly illegal for students to miss school at all times. For example, in Cal California, a school will report students as truant if they miss school three times without a valid reason or permission. But what counts as a valid reason to miss school? The exceptions include, but are not limited to, religious holidays, family vacations, medical appointments, illnesses, suspensions, family emergencies, if you're the victim of bullying, or for a much needed mental health break related to, because you needed to sleep in, the weather is nice, the weather is bad, the weather is sad, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's opening day, Backstreet is back, you're a senior, a cute girl wants you to, a cute boy wants you to, the McRib is back, the movie theater is playing, All three of the Rings movies in one day. Your future's so bright, you gotta wear shades. There's a new Legal Eagle video. It's Tuesday, your Animal Crossing turnip farm needs attention, or you watch the lost finale. Okay, some of these may not technically qualify as exceptions, but the law is a fluid thing. It's only not the case until someone takes it to trial and makes some case law about it. But some of these are in fact ironclad excuses for not going to school, so be sure you're taking notes. This one, your parents zero, you three, though this might have an asterisk. This one sorta depends on the circumstances for which you are not going to school. But that takes us to the next thing that our parents said was illegal. It was that you can't drive without wearing shoes or you can't drive wearing flip-flops. I'm talking to you, Florida. Here, of course, is what you think you look like driving barefoot compared to what your parents think will happen when you drive barefoot. So the question, can you legally drive without wearing shoes? Your parents thought the answer was clear. Absolutely not. And of course, driver's ed instructors also reinforce the idea that you have to wear shoes to drive, potentially just because they didn't wanna smell your stinky feet but people have wondered whether it was illegal for decades. To get to the bottom of this, researcher Jason R. Heimberg did a research project in the early nineties on whether any state actually made it illegal to drive barefoot. He contacted every department of motor vehicle office in the United States. And it turns out that none of the 50 states or the district of Columbia barred shoeless driving. Alabama does have a law requiring you to wear shoes while operating a motorcycle. If you're driving a motorcycle, wear some shoes and also a helmet and a leather jacket. But even Alabama doesn't say anything. Thing about wearing shoes in a car. But before you celebrate by burning your shoes and running to your car, there's one important loophole to think about. The Illinois Director of Driving Licensing and School Safety told Heimberg that even without a specific law on footwear, police could still give a citation. Illinois Statutes 21-901A and B prohibit reckless and negligent driving. The director said, quote, a driver charged under these articles or any article would have a right to trial where the barefoot aspect of the case might be disputed. And so the verdict, there's no specific law that seems to make driving without your shoes on illegal, it's entirely possible that some other motor vehicle law applies and doing so would be either reckless or negligent. So your parents might've actually told the truth for once, even though they didn't actually know it. And my verdict might surprise you, but I think the police have a lot of laws that they can use to give you a ticket, just like the Grand Poobah of the Illinois Driving Safety said. So the bottom line, if you get in an accident while driving barefoot, you might expect to be charged with negligence, reckless driving, or operating a vehicle in an unsafe manner. So check your local ordinances before defying your parents on this one. And as for flip-flops, all right, so that does appear to be legal, but podiatrists hate them because they destroy your feet. Safe driving experts also hate flip-flops because they tend to get caught in the gas or brake pedals. And of course, anyone that cares anything about fashion hates them because flip-flops are terribly ugly. But your parents arguably get one back. Your parents didn't lie to you on this one. Parents won you three. But that takes us to one last car-related issue because again, apparently all kids cared about back in the day was being able to drive a ride in a car. and that's of course that our parents told you that riding in the back of an open pickup truck was illegal. You and your parents envisioned riding in a truck bed exactly the same way. You just had a different opinion of how it would turn out. So the question is, is it against the law to ride in the back of a truck? And the verdict is in and, It depends. Jurisdictions vary a lot on whether you can legally ride in the back of a truck. In many states, it's not against the law for anyone to roll down the street in the back of a truck bed. Other states ban riding in truck beds, except under very certain circumstances. Ohio law is pretty representative of the states that have restrictions. State law bans people 15 and under from riding in the back unless the vehicle is driven less than 25 miles per hour, or the person is seated and belted in an OEM seating position. Of course, many, many states now have adopted seatbelt laws that mandate that everyone in a moving vehicle actually wear their seatbelts. And the truck bed is not a likely place to find a seatbelt. So if you can't wear a seatbelt, then you can't ride in the back of a truck. But if your parents didn't want you riding in the back of a truck, they probably had really good reason. The National Highway Safety Transportation Board says that trucks are three times more likely to be involved in a rollover crash. And a rollover crash is responsible for the highest number of fatalities. And if you're not seatbelted in to the back of a truck, your odds are not very good if you get into an actual crash. So be sure to check with your friendly neighborhood personal injury lawyer before you decide to stand up in the bed of a truck. So I'm gonna give this one to your parents, a solid not lie your parents to you Three. And then finally, let's talk about one that we all heard growing up, that you cannot put a penny on the railroad tracks because it might derail a train. As a kid, you instinctively knew how fun train tracks were. Of course, your parents were worried this would happen. And apparently the people of Reddit have been told many times that it's against the law to put a penny on the railroad tracks because it might derail the train. Really, mom and dad? I mean, let's see what actually happens when you put a coin on the railroad tracks. Here, YouTuber Millennium Force demonstrates exactly what would happen when you put the coin on the track. You mean the tiny coin coin wasn't able to derail a train that had hundreds of thousands of tons of cargo being transported? Your parents lied to you? Well, they definitely lied about the derailment part, but that still doesn't answer the question, is putting a coin on the railroad track illegal? And the verdict is, yes, it is illegal to put coins or anything else on the railroad track. Most states penalize people if they mess with train tracks, even if it's not actually going to cause a derailment. For instance, Texas Penal Code Section 28.07 makes it a crime to interfere with railroad property. This crime Include situations where a person, quote, places an obstruction on a railroad track or right-of-way. California's law makes it clear that any obstruction is a crime. Quote, every person who maliciously does either of the following is punishable by imprisonment, places any obstruction upon the rails or tracks of any railroad or of any switch, branch, branchway, or turnout connected with any railroad. The any obstruction could even include a coin. Now, a smart lawyer could devise perhaps a decent defense because as the video demonstrates, a flat penny is not exactly obstructing anything, but that's probably not the argument you wanna have to make in court. In addition, most states make it illegal to cross train tracks at any other place than a railroad crossing. A typical state criminal trespass law looks like this one from Kentucky. Quote, it shall be unlawful for any person without the consent of the railroad to go upon the track, property, or right-of-way of of a railroad other than to pass over the track, property, or right-of-way at a public or private crossing. Therefore, hanging out by the train tracks to test the penny theory is probably technically trespassing. So that seems to even things out, your parents three, you three, and now we go on to the lightning round, where we talk about ding-dong ditching, the act of going to someone's doorbell, ringing it, and then running away. When I asked this question in the community section, someone said their parents warned them that it was illegal to play a game called rata--tat Ginger. And according to Wikipedia, this is an American variant of a game known as, alternatively, knockdown Ginger, Ding Dong Ditch, Chap Door Run, Chappies, Knock Knock, Zoom Zoom, Belfast Knickknack, and numerous other variants. Now, I promise I am not making any of those up. These are various things for what we Americans call ding-dong ditching. But the essence of the ding-dong door ditch is ringing a doorbell and then running away before someone answers it. And these days, your parents and you probably have the same general idea about why someone would do this or why you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, YouTube stunts don't always turn out the way that we think they do. But could this actually constitute illegal trespassing? The verdict? Well, your parents probably spoke the truth. It probably is illegal to play the game known as ding-dong door ditching or any of the ridiculous UK variants of that name, because you're probably trespassing on private property. Here's how it breaks down. When the property has a sign that says no trespassing, you can't knock on the door for any reason. But if you ring the doorbell or knock when the house doesn't have a sign, this is probably legal if you're there for a legitimate reason, like selling candy bars so you can go to band camp whatever camp you wanted to go to. But if you're just there to disturb the homeowner and then run or hide away, well, the property owner could potentially call the cops. And unfortunately, there are lots of stories of angry homeowners doing really bad things to children who ring the doorbell and then run away. Not that those people are justified. You can see my entire video on the case of the shotgun booby trap. That's highly illegal. But your parents are probably more concerned about you being safe than being arrested for trespass. Oh, and one last thing. I know right now you're probably fumbling with your phone trying to find the next podcast to listen to but you can't because this is an ad but it doesn't have to be that way instead you can go to watchnebula.com slash legal radio you can get access to all of our original podcasts ad free plus exclusive originals and experimental shows from your favorite educational-ish creators and best of all you're helping to support us make even more amazing content so before you go check out watchnebula.com slash legal eagle radio to support this channel and this podcast directly